0: Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me Phil and me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be looking at another big finished production, and this time we turn our attention to a Tom Baker serial. And this one's called "Energy of the Daleks." But first, let's have a little bit of news. And actually, before we start, Paul, you're, you're still not well, are you? No, I'm not. I'm struggling on. You're struggling on, <laughs> bravely struggling on. Uh, whereas I'm now completely germ-free. You'll be glad yeah. to hear.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm delighted.
0: Paul. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. News. 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 Uh. Tom the Doctor, the final ratings are in, and it gets an official rating of 11.14 million viewers, which is pretty good. Yes. actually, for Christmas Day, Christmas Day thing, that's pretty damn good. Unfortunately, (laughs) it still was beaten by Mrs. Brown's Boys, but I think it's quite narrowly actually, it's 11.52 million for Mrs. Brown's Boys. But I did did read some good news this week, is that that Brendan O'Carroll is too busy to make another series this year.
2: I I, I, I
1: can't
0: say that it it
1: bothers me one way or the other. Oh, it's It's just a program. It's all,
2: it's awful.
1: (laughs) But there are people out there that like it. Yes. Idiots. (laughs) There goes half the listenership. (laughs) I have to to look no further than the rest of my family.
0: (laughs) And mine, actually. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. My mum and dad love it, for Christ's sake. I think it's really funny, but I think it's terrible. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, and I think you got an audience appreciation index of eighty-three, mm. which is about average, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, and considering that
1: you're also going to have people that aren't necessarily Doctor Who fans that are watching it on Christmas Day, that are probably going to mark it down. Yeah, that's right, as opposed to fans.
0: The, the, does that mean you're 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 backing up those hardcore fans' uh, theories that it was too convoluted, that that the, the not we couldn't understand it? No, just,
1: just that you're just going to have people that are not necessarily... If, if it's on on a Saturday night, normal Saturday night, then people will make an effort to watch it. Mm. But on Christmas Day, you tend to just watch whatever's on.
0: Yeah, eat drinking your, your your Snowball and your, yes. your, 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 your Cinzano and Martini Lemonade, whatever you have on Christmas mm. Day. I'm not saying that's what we have in our house, but... <laughs>
1: I but it's something similar, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yes, it is, isn't indeed. It is. Right. Okay. Now, of course, um, the other thing that happened this week was filming has finally begun on series eight, and the first sort of official publicity photograph was released as well of uh, Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman. And Which, yeah, didn't yeah. tell us anything. Not nothing at all. The, it's still the uh,
1: literally the costume that we last see him mean, in.
0: Yeah, still Maximus costume. Yeah. and they're standing off set as well. Yeah. So it gives absolutely nothing. It looks like they're reading through a, a a script rewrite or something. Looks like there. Um, so um, yeah, not a lot to go on, but it's, it's it begins. All I can say, it begins. Now, also during the week, there has been a few um, on-set fan photos of sort of service on the net as well, and they've come through a, a, a few official sort of reporting outlets like Den of Geek, for argument's sake. And uh, now I have put them on the Facebook group, and with uh, like a spoiler tag. So, I mean, to be, to be quite honest, what they have shown—it's not going to come as a surprise, really. No. Uh, but I'm not going to say anything other than that, really. But I'm going to say it—it's it, begun, and I'd just say be wary of the internet now. Generally. Generally, <laughs> just be wary of the internet. <laughs> There's all sorts of things on there, but there's, there's a lot of... us, uh,
1: and, not, and, and and you can't unsee it once you've seen it. No, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God, that's what you've been looking at in your sick bed, I'm telling you. But <laughs> <laughs> what well, if I'm going to die? Let's just see what's up. Go with a smile on your face, let's... why not? <laughs> right, now, as another uh, little thing as well that... Um, Stephen Moffat said he promises. It um, says he promises big change for the Twelfth Doctor, and it just basically sort of talking about what how he wants to go uh, now with with the Twelfth Doctor's character. Um, and he sort of say at- like
1: you excited a few people there by just saying how he wants to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should have just stop there, really, shouldn't I? No, he wants to say what well, the sort of direction he wants to take the Twelfth Doctor in, and it sounds like he wants to have a, a, a departure from the Matt Smith, David Tennant kind of Doctor, which is sort of like the... He he terms it as the boyfriend Doctor. Yeah. Um, and he wants to go back to the mad and dangerous and difficult person that maybe, let's like, say, like Tom Baker was as as the Doctor. That so makes sense. It does. Um, a, because I can't see Peter, Peter Capaldi being um, like your boyfriend Doctor for a start. Um, not your type. <laughs> not my type, no. Does it bring a smile to your face, Paul? <laughs> oh, I'm dying, I'll try anything <laughs> So, um, yeah, and I think all he could do really is sort of a bit more of a I don't know, maybe he could be like a, a sort of Tom Baker Doctor. You know, who, who knows what he's gonna do? But um, yeah. I'm just glad they are taking it in a different direction now
1: Yeah, we've we've had a few years of the same sort of scenarios, haven't we? Yeah, so. that's
0: it, that's it. So, no, it's quite um quite interesting. I, I just sort of can't wait to see what he does with it now. Just gotta wait for uh oh eight months, crikey. Yeah. That's a long time, that's a long time. I'm just thinking more that's what we're gonna fill this bloody podcast up with for eight months, but <laughs> Yes That's more than a point. That's more of a pressing concern right now, isn't it? Well, uh... At least as long as I live. <laughs> well to, to the end of this episode perhaps? Yes. <laughs> well actually there's another there's another little bit of news coming out about um series eight as well, wasn't it? And series nine, as a matter of fact, wasn't there? Yes, yeah. So it's sort of like obviously we, we sort of now know that series eight is going to be an uninterrupted run of episodes, and Moffat has confirmed that the same is planned for series nine as well. At the moment, at the moment, uh, obviously uh, no one hasn't been commissioned yet, has it? I, I suspect there's no, doubt,
1: there's little doubt.
0: Little doubt, going. indeed. Uh, whether that's with Capaldi, because that that rumour still persists that it's going to he's a, a, a one series Doctor. Yeah, but. Oh, uh, yeah, so um, we could be seeing that maybe Capaldi in series nine, and maybe a new Doctor in series nine, if yeah. if, if the rumours are true. So, uh, but uh, yeah, interesting, very very interesting. Right, okay, and finally in, in the news, um, the shortlist has been revealed for the National Television Awards uh, for this year, and uh, Doctor Who is sort of is sort of the show itself is one of four nominees in the drama section. Uh, along with Broadchurch, uh, Broadchurch, sorry, Downton Abbey, call, and Call the Midwife, and yeah. Matt Smith's been nominated um, as best Perform- or best drama performance. Um, I reckon Broadchurch will probably run away with yeah. it. To be perfectly yeah. honest, it, it that. was the
1: show of last year.
0: It was. Um, yeah. I must admit, I didn't watch it myself. And my wife watched it and said it was absolutely brilliant. Hmm. So maybe well, it,
1: it was good. But
0: yeah, maybe yeah. I'll get round to watching it one day. Anyway, that's it for the news. But coming up now. It's another trip to Omega's Tac Corner. You pester me with trinkets! Right, now, uh, during the week, I received an email from the BBC Shop. Uh, now, you, you don't know really anything about this, Paul, do you? No. No, so, um, yeah, basically, they, they've got a bit of a sale on at the moment. It, actually, it's a mega sale. So, as it's a mega sale, I, we, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. So, here we
2: go. The BBC Shop Doctor Who mega sale now open top trumps is better when it's turbo powered so buy this 5th anniversary top trumps turbo game now only 19.99 look smart but stylish in these 50th anniversary t-shirts save three pounds now only 13.99 remember when the tenth doctor was holographic well neither do i so buy this holographic five-inch Tenth Doctor figure. Now only seven ninety-nine. You bought it before, but buy it again. The Tenth Doctor mini-sized screwdriver. Now only seven ninety-nine. The complete series one to seven Blu-ray. Save ten pounds. Now only one hundred and forty-nine pounds ninety-nine. While away the hours with the hired Caliburn House Playset, save £8.00, now only £16.99. DVDs are much better when you can save £4.50, so you can get the Tenth Planet DVD, now only £8.99. The Complete Series 7 DVD, save £7.00, now only £22.99. £25 or more and get a free Doctor Who wristband. Free UK delivery on all orders. The Doctor Who Mega Sale. Don't miss out.
0: Well, that was certainly something to think about, isn't it, Paul?
1: I, I, I'm, I'm going to be logging on to have a look at that very shortly.
0: Well, I think everyone else will uh, as, as well after that, to be honest. I really do think they will be. You can't resist those kind of offers. You can't. You can't resist those offers. So, uh, yes, so that's it. That's it for the news this week. So, uh, coming up very, very shortly is our review of Energy of the Daleks. So, for another week then, that was the news. <laughs> Right, everybody, it's time to do another Big Finish audio review, and this week we are doing Energy of the Daleks. OK, sir, our reading show, you are now in the
2: airlock. Please confirm. Energy of the Daleks. You are under arrest. Keep away from me. I have no quarrel with you. Do not resist arrest. The beginning of cultural collapse. And it's about to get worse thanks to your friend Damien Stevens. Chronon particles detected! What are you up to, you darlings? What is it that you hope to achieve? Ah! Answer the question! Answer, answer, answer! You will not force me to speak!
0: How many of you inside that thing then?
2: Just me and the doctor. Doctor? Hello, yes, that's me. How are you feeling?
0: Rod, I believe it's my turn to go first this week, isn't it? Mm. Right, okay. Well, it's very short, isn't it? Yes. It's a very short one. Uh, Was it about an hour? Just about. Just about an hour. Uh, To be quite honest, I don't think it needed any longer than that. No, it it was a simple enough story. Very simple enough story. Um, I kind of liked
1: it. There was bits in it that I liked. I mean, like I say, a simple story... You've got the feeling this was this was I think the first one Tom Baker had done.
0: It was, it was, and you
1: got the feeling there was the feeling back into it, didn't you? Through yeah,
0: because um, I was going to say it's more, it's less Tom Baker doing Doctor Who. It's more Tom Baker still doing Little Britain. Yeah, with with some of the the way he read the lines, it was like the little linking bits he did for Little Britain. So that that, that it it was a little bit off, to be honest. And now, I, I mean. My only comparison, really, is because the only other thing I've heard him do for Big Finish was a uh, light at the end. Yeah. And in that, I thought it was fantastic. And there is a big difference, isn't there? It is. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely still trying to
1: work out what he's doing with the character again now, isn't he? Yeah. This.
0: Yeah, and there were there were some bits where he, he was very, very, you thought, right, yeah, he's, he's the Doctor again. Uh, but then other times, you just thought, well, it sounds very little Britain, or he's just been. I can I know during during the time of, on his on the show, he was just being Tom Baker, wasn't he? But it, it's. Yeah. I think as he's got older, that's become more and more exaggerated, and I, I think that's what that's what really shone through in his portrayal of the Fourth Doctor on, on this occasion. Uh, but this wasn't intended to be the first one, was it?
1: I'm not even sure if this was the first actually released one. It's definitely it the first recorded. It's it first was not... recorded,
0: yeah. But it, it was—I think—listen to the extras. Uh, it was supposed to. There was another Dalek release in another Doctor range coming yeah. out around about the same time. They didn't want to sort of go a bit too you know, Dalek heavy, yeah. So they so they bought this one forward. Uh, I think really, it's probably in hindsight, it's probably the best thing to do because I think if he'd have. If he'd have sort of grown into the role or got used to the role again and they dropped this one in mid, mid-series, mid the, the, the difference would have been really noticeable. Yeah. But again, like I can't compare it to anything else he'd done in that series because I haven't listened to it yet. It's... But... but I thought Louise Jameson was really good. Yeah, she, she did drop back into the... She did. Uh, she managed oh. to sound like she did in 1977 as well. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly enough. Uh, yeah, I, I thought she, I thought she was really good. Really good, um, and I thought that also with the character of Leela, they didn't make her. Uh, there's always, I don't know, really with with that character, they they still re- retain that sort of Eliza Doolittle aspect to her. Which but is, but
1: she's more self aware that she does what she do- knows and doesn't know now.
0: Yeah, and she's always sort of sort of changing the doctor. You're mocking me, aren't you? Yeah. As you say, more more self aware. What's so I I like what they do with the, with the character, and yeah. I think the whole thing of Leela walking sort of. Walking out in high heels, yeah, uh, was um, an interesting thing, uh, and immediately ditching them as well. Uh, but yeah. then, I think she hasn't, still hasn't ditched the Janus thorns. Either, or the knife, or the knife. Uh, and I, I was going to say that's one of the things that I suppose Big Fish can get away with. It's a lot. I found anyway, she was a lot more violent than she was on the on the sort of back in the seventies on TV because she has a right old go sort of. Now we're getting to sort of like spoiler territory a little bit. She has a right, I'll go at that. Um, a couple of robo men, didn't she? Yeah, because you sort of get the impression she sort of stuck him a few times with a knife and he doesn't go down. And the doctor, sort of, when he rescues her later on, uh, one of the one of the robo men's got Janus thorns st- stuffed in his back, yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, so, so I'm glad they retained that because the doctor, the, the whole thing, I, I thought I told you no more Janus thorns. So I thought that was good. I, I I did like that, but I thought the story itself was a little bit, I don't know, a bit a bit weak. Really, um, it was a short
1: story. It was an interesting story, it, and it was an interesting use of the Daleks and to give you just a little background. And
0: well, it was a, it was a little bit um, again convoluted for the Daleks because Daleks could just land on Earth and wipe everything out. And I don't know why to have this whole um, sort of rigmarole of setting up a a fake company on Earth promising free energy for all um, with the intention of creating a force field around the Earth to bounce the moon out of orbit, which would then cause... Destroy, yeah. To destroy all life on Earth. So, it, again, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And they did seem
1: to get into to power, as and why is nobody else worried about these guards that go out attacking?
0: Yeah, where's the... Where's uh, where's the army? Yeah, you know where's where's where, the, where
1: is the normal police? Normal
0: police, yeah. There's actually oh, okay. I know, I know it's dramatic license and everything. And mean,
1: but... you, you can understand that, that a government would start bending over backwards for a company that's offered free energy, basically. Yeah, yeah. An offer to solve all its energy problems. If uh, and we're joining this in a period where there is has been an energy crisis for some time, hmm. as we hear that the theatres have been shut. Um, yeah, interesting time for us to come to this on the back of the fourth doctor, going back to the National Gallery.
0: Yes, it is indeed actually yeah, because that's where the. Uh, I don't, So we're spoiling everything, so we should have said spoiler warnings at the beginning. But we, I've already given yeah. away the plot anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a nice little little time, really, isn't it? Because that's that's the Dalek base of operations is the National Gallery. Again, an odd choice, I would think. You know, a, a, a public building like that, but.
1: Yeah, you'd have thought if the Daleks are trying to take over the Earth in secret to destroy it, then they'd have picked a small back alley office rather than the National Gallery in front of Trafalgar Square.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was it was a little bit as I say, that that the, the, the whole Dalek plan doesn't make a lick of sense at all. And overly convoluted it really is. Yeah, I mean
1: the amount of time they must have been waiting for that to wait till they built the stuff on the on the moon. I know, and all the receivers on a half. I mean, it's it's pretty, pretty long, long game plan.
0: Very yeah. long game. Very long game plan. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it was. I think it was just the fact that I, I, I suppose the plot, the whole thing about you know free energy, for all, and the I think the the reason or what they're trying to achieve with these Tom Baker uh, Doctor Who things, and it does say it was some of the extras they're trying to. It's we're going back to tea time Saturday tea times in 1977. Yeah. And it's very much a a, a 70s-style story. I suppose, really, it's it's probably relevant now as well. We haven't sort of moved on very much, really, with regards to an an energy crisis. And I suppose in the 70s, that really was a a big concern because we were like, you know, the the three-day week and stuff like that. Yeah. So I can see where they were coming from with with the actual... the the reasoning behind it. it. It was sort of like probably... Relevant at the time and okay, relevant now as well as as circumstances dictated. Uh, but I just thought the whole plan of the Daleks was very, very long-winded and not necessary. And and you, <laughs> to be honest, it's a typical Dalek plan. It? <laughs> it is really, yeah. Uh, actually, one thing I did kind of like: Nick Briggs was trying to do a, a Roy Skelton impression with the Dalek voices. Yeah. Now and again, he was trying to channel Roy Skelton, which I thought was a a nice little touch. Uh, they kept in the same sound effects uh, for the Dalek um, lasers as well from Tom Baker's time. So th- I think the, you know the attention to detail is is good. Yeah, but I just thought that the you know the the plot wasn't up to much. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom Baker was a little bit off. Um, Mark Benton was okay. Yeah, as Jack calls. I thought he, he was fine once he the story sort of kicked into gear. Uh, I didn't think he was much cop when he when he was addressing the rally at the beginning. It was such a weird way of reading the lines out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's something about it. It just it didn't sound right to me. I don't know what that was. I have to say, some of my favourite bits of this was was obviously
1: the fourth doctor's reaction to to things that you hear in the background, as in when you hear the sp- whoever is announcing that Jack Coulson's going to be speaking. Yeah. oh, Jack Coulson Do you know him? No.
0: Yeah. That was very, very Fourth Doctor. Yeah. Very Fourth Doctor. And then when they
1: break into the um they're in the National Gallery and they're trying to find out where Leela is to save her. Yeah. And it's like, Now where do we go? Now where do we go? And you can hear her struggling and fighting. Exactly. In the yeah. Ah, over here.
2: <laughs> yeah, there was some
0: sort of very fourth doctor humorous moments in there, wasn't there? Yeah. There really was, uh, but I just uh, but actually, you going back to that thing about oh, Jack Coulson speaking. You know him? No, he he didn't say it like he would have done in the seventies. That's what I think. That's yeah, a good example. Of what we were saying about he wasn't quite into the back no. the character yet, was he? No, because there was a way he would have delivered that line back in the yeah. day, and he hadn't quite got it. Do you know what the one person who did do, it, and we we're going back to their Destiny of the Doctor uh, reviews that we did. Uh, that was the, the, the fourth Doctor story and Lala Wald channelled 1970s Tom Baker perfectly because there was a similar sort of line in that as well. Yeah, Sort of like, you know who he is? No. Do you? It, it, it was that. So, so I loved, what, and she did it better than Tom Baker does it now. Yeah. Which I found quite quite odd really, but but it's just good to hear him back in the role really, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, uh, I have to say, I mean, I liked it.
1: I mean, not, not in the sense that oh, this is an excellent story and this is this was an excellent performance. No. This is one of my favourite. But just in the fact that, yeah, as, as it filled an hour, it was just quite nice to be yeah, back was, listening to the pair of them.
0: No, I agree. I agree. I mean, despite me saying, you know, the shortcomings of the story and, and Tom Baker wasn't quite back into the, into the groove, as it were. But it, it was, it, it, as I say, it was very, very short. It didn't need to be any longer. No. And it was quite a good, you know, enjoyable romp, I suppose you could say. Yeah. The plot itself does, as I say, it's it's pretty thin, paper thin, to be honest. But it it was enjoyable. That's all I can say, really. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. It I'm I'm I've done about you, but it's certainly piqued my interest to listen to more Tom Baker big finish stuff now.
1: Yeah, we're sort of now wanting to see where the where it goes to. Bridging the gap
0: between this and
1: the light at the end, aren't we, in terms of the performance? Yeah,
0: that's so. it. That's it. Okay. Well, actually, the other person who was in this as well uh, um, was Dan Starkey. Was it? Who you might know or everyone should know was, uh, as uh, Strax. Yes. He played one of the. Uh, was it Kevin on the on the moon base? Uh, I, I didn't know it was him until right at the very end when he when I listened to the extras and he sort of said, oh, "I'm Dan Starkey. I play, blah blah blah." So it was uh, that that was a, a surprise. I, very I thought. Different. It was very different, completely different to Strax, actually. Uh, as as one would hope, as, yes. as being an actor, <laughs> one would hope he could do something different. But yeah, I didn't know it was him. I'd, I'd sort of, I sort of, kind of recognized the voice, but then I didn't. I'd, I just couldn't figure out who it was until right at the end. We we'll listened to the, the the extras, and he said, yeah. I'm, "I'm Dan Stark." Ah, oh, that's who it was. You know, sort of like the the, the penny finally dropped for me. But uh, yeah. It, it was good, it was good. Uh, and would you recommend it, though? Um,
1: perhaps not as the first one you're going to hear of The Fourth Doctor. No.
0: Oh, and the fourth. Which is what... We've they, done. We've done, uh, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know, I, I suppose really, I, I'd, I'd say if you were going to start listening to the Tom Baker ones, it is to listen to this one first. Because he's still trying. He's still feeling his way back into, back in. the, yeah. back into the role. And, and I really do think that if he if he does get into it more as he as he goes along then listen to this in the middle is going to sound a little bit weird
1: um
0: i suppose so i'd i like to hear it how he as they actually recorded it really and just sort of listen to him grow into the role again yeah rather than i just think it would be it would be really sort of weird it's pretty much like what uh, sort of peter davison did really because I thought was it was the first one um because Castroval wasn't his first recorded story was it no so he had to, so he sort of had to figure out what the character of the Doctor was, how he's going to apply it for his actual first recorded story. Which me, I can't remember what it was, and I can see that it's the one with Stratford johnson playing the giant frog. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's terrible! I can't think what it is now. But anyway, and then he had to un- unpick it all again and, and go back to the beginning when, it, when he, when they filmed uh, Castrovalva.
1: But that's happened. That's happened with most of the Doctors in TV, isn't it? That tends to be the first episode that you, you see of them in, isn't necessarily. The first one, yeah, the sit. They yeah. did because wasn't Matt Smith did um Flesh and Stone first? Was that's the first right. Film thing.
0: I think then go back to the uh, Eleventh Fail. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely right. So, but I, I just think if you can, I mean, that's the way it's supposed to happen anyway. But I think with this, you don't. I'm not sure there is any particular order you have to listen to these into.
1: No, so I, th- I think I think it's just the question. The question that we all should, we know what the Fourth Doctor should sound like and should be. Yeah. So. When the actor's finding his way into it, we're sort of almost thinking, "No, no, you should be doing it like this."
0: Yes, maybe, maybe. Yeah, and I think I, maybe I've just been a bit over over picky, but I think it's just the fact that you know what Tom Baker should sound like as the Doctor. Yeah, it's so ingrained, isn't it? That that's how he should sound, and when he doesn't sound like it, um, then it, it, it it's really noticeable. Yeah, and, yeah. I, think, and I think at points this it is really noticeable that he's not got quite back into it yet. It's sort of it, it, it even goes back to so dare I mention it, Dimensions in Time, that brief little bit he recorded uh, for that. You know, you know, all that all that good luck my dears and all that. There's no way the fourth doctor would ever I've ever wrote that. I mean, it was John Nathan Turner, wasn't it? I'm not too sure, but it was um I think you did write that.
1: Um yeah, not sure.
0: Actually do you know what I neither know nor care to be honest. I trying to uh, s- I've, strike I've, it I've from ne- my memory. Yeah. yeah. I've
1: never been that bothered. <laughs>
0: But yeah, it's 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 things that the, the fourth doctor would never say. So I, I think in this they tried, they did try to catch the sort of things that he would say. But Tom Baker wasn't quite back in the way he he would normally say it. Yeah, if you that, if that makes any sense, probably not. But yeah, but I think you probably sort of guess what I'm trying to get out there, people at home. So, but yeah, it, I'd say yeah, listen to it. Don't expect it too much out of it though. Don't anything, I would say don't expect anything earth shattering, but it, it's 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 enjoyable enough, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. It,
1: as as a simple little story, and to hear Tom Baker again, yeah, it, was,
0: it, it is worth it. It's worth the emission price alone, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay, so should we should we leave that there? I think we've we've. Think sort of, so. I think we've sort of ended that on a on a high. I think. Yes. So I wasn't trying to be I wasn't trying to be critical of it at all. I just thought, well, no, there are there was a, you know, it's a paper thin plot, but the performances are good. I suspect we are being a little kind because it is. Tom it is Baker. Tom Baker indeed. I think if it was something like, um, like Colin Baker had done it, I was going to
1: say. I wonder under how how kind we'd have been on this story if it had been Colin and that's, Baker and, that's and been... he'd
0: been struggling to find. His... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. If if it had been Colin Baker's first story, that I, I wouldn't have. I don't think it would have been unkind because again, it would have been the oh, same thing yeah. of trying to get back in the role. But if yeah. if they selected this story for him now to record. Um, and he, even if he was back in the groove as the as the sixth Doctor, yeah, uh, I, I don't think the plot would have saved it, no Really, I think it's just the, the whole thing that what saved this really is the fact that it's Tom Baker and Louise Louis Jameson, yeah, back together again. So, um, and I, and I and I do like what they're trying to achieve with going back in time to the nineteen seventies. Yeah, I do like what they what they what they're trying to do there. So, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to listen listen to the rest of from now. Okay, well that's that for this week then. So we will be back next week, if Paul's still alive. If I'm still alive. If he's still alive. Uh, So, uh, yes. So for another week, then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye.